What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Thoughts by the Filthy Eye Podcast. Today, bring you another episode of Growing Up the Di. Today's episode of Growing Up the Di is entitled "Man Down." Deville, Deville, why would you call it man down? Relax. I'm going to tell you, you're going to have to stick around for the rest of the show, though. Now, before I get into that, make sure, if you haven't, go back and listen to that last episode I did with Joyce Miller, a.k.a. the Waistbead Queen. We talked about her Waistbead business, her uh, diffuser bracelets that she has, you know, for men, women, and children. We talked a little bit about chakras, about um, balancing yourself, some energies. And I'm actually going to talk, spoke with her and asked her to come back on the show to do a little deeper dive into, you know, speaking about chakras and energy and spirituality and so on and so forth. So as soon as we can get that scheduled out, I'm going to put that up. I'm going to put that together and put that up. But without further ado. Let's get into this growing up the VLDI. So, when I left you, I was still in the DMV, trying to make friends and so on and so forth, and working with my dad. So, I decided, I know I said things about not working for your family, <laughs> but it wasn't all bad. I wasn't all bad, and I don't want to leave the idea that it was all horrible so i'm gonna share with you guys a couple of on the job experiences i had working with my father and i guarantee you they all are equally entertaining so let's start off my rookie my rookie job first job my dad takes me on the first official job we drive out me him and my brother-in-law at the time we drive out somewhere. I have no idea where the hell we were. But we go out to this do this job. And they said to um it said an older couple, older white couple house. And my dad gives me this whole freaking speech about how to conduct myself and how to act while I'm at these people's house and you know what I mean? And I'm like, whatever dude. Let's get in here, get the job done, get up out of here. That's always been my attitude. Uh, when it when it comes to work, period. No matter where I'm working at or who I'm working for, my attitude has always been: get in, get the work done, get out of there. Right. So we get there, and I believe uh, they were doing some type of like patchwork in the kitchen in the kitchen area, and I think they hung like a chandelier. This was a house that they had been that my dad and uh, my brother-in-law had been working on for a while. So I was coming in at the end. They were doing a patchwork and finishing up on like a chandelier or something like that. And I was painting a banister, you know, to go upstairs. The little, I don't know what you call them, the poles on the banister. I'm painting that. 
Easy job. Simple job. Knock that out. No problem. Everybody's thoroughly impressed. Impressed with my paint job. And this was like my second time ever painting anything. And, and painting is really not that hard. Or maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm just gifted. <laughs> I don't know. But painting is really not that hard. I took to it uh, real simply, real easy. So, either way, we do that. And, and the, the family's real nice. They're real nice. and But they finagle us in. <laughs> It's doing some extra work. You know, anytime you're working with old people or for old people, they're going to get a little bit more out of you than what you signed, what you signed up for. So after we, they were done patching this hole so that something, uh, I don't remember what it was, but they were making this hole so that this appliance or whatever could fit in there. It may have been a refrigerator. It could have been, a, um, what do they call it? Uh, what do they call things that the wine go in? Is it out of humidifier? Wine? I don't know. It could have been one of those wine things. I don't know. But either way, this thing was heavy as shit. And they they got us to move this into place, which we weren't supposed to do. They were just supposed to make like the hole for it and do the patching and seal up the area. We weren't supposed to move this thing, but they got us to move it to make sure that it fit before we were done. See how they how they did that there? They had us move it to make sure that it fit and that it was flush and it looked quite right and his wife approved of the job before we left because that was our last day. That was going to be the last day of that job period. So we do it and it fits and everything works out great. And of course, you know, they offer sodas and cookies. And that's another benefit of working with older people, working for older people. They're always going to try to feed you, offer us cookies and goodies and snacks. And I took well advantage of these goodies and cookies and snacks my damn self. So we leave. And this led to probably one of the one of the best moments or one of the favorite, my favorite memories of my father, which we don't have a lot of favorable memories. But this is one of... Hands down, one of my best memories with him was we left. So we're on the car, we're on the highway, and we stop off at a gas station. Get a six-pack of beer. And so we're driving home. Now, disclaimer, no DeVille D.I. does not advocate for drinking or driving, drinking and driving, breaking the law, open containers, none of that. But I'm telling you my story. Put your peppermints. Go ahead and wrap your peppermint and put it in your mouth and suck on it. And then just be quiet, listen to the story. So we're, we're driving. They got a six-pack. So both of them are in the front seat, and they're drinking these beers while we're on the highway on the way home. So my dad offers me a beer. And I was like, yeah, I want one. No, my brother-in-law offers me the beer. Hey, uh, hey, you want, uh, you want a beer? And I kind of paused because I was like 19. So I paused. And then he was like, oh, my bad, my bad. I forgot you're not, you're not 21. And so my dad looks over his shoulder and he says, well, you know, I think we can make an exception. Man goes and does a hard, honest day's work. He deserves to drink, drink a beer afterwards. And I was like, damn. So he gives me this beer, Corona, I remember. Corona. I don't even know how to open the damn thing because, you know, Coronas don't have that twist off top, like, you know, a Budweiser or something like that. 
they have that actual seal that you have to use a can opener or something to open. I had no idea. So I'm back there. I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm struggling with the damn beer. And so I end up, I'm just holding it. And I'm holding this beer for the longest. And then my brother-in-law, he's like, hey, um, you got a, you got, uh, you got a bottle opener back there? And I was like, nah. So he was like, he handed me, he was like, here. He hands me a lighter, a big lighter. I have no idea what the hell am I supposed to do with that. I was like, so what what, what I do with this? He's like, oh, don't worry about it. Gets the the beer in the lighter. Pops that joint. I'm sitting in the backseat. I'm drinking my beer as we driving and having one of those warm and fuzzy moments. And uh, it's just like, damn, man, I teared up a little bit. So I'm like, dang, this is my first beer with my dad, man. It was cool. It was a cool moment. And, you know, it's one of those things that was a special moment for me to this day. Now, we're not really into it the best on the best of terms nowadays, but that was a great moment. We're going to keep the show moving right along. That's the story for another episode. So the next job that we did, what was it? We were working. Now, this time, it was just me and my dad. And we went to work at um, this townhouse on Florida Ave in D.C. It was either on Florida Ave or it was off Florida Ave. But I know we were in D.C. We were in the heart of D.C. We get to D.C. And my dad said, this guy's a little eccentric. You know what I mean? So he has a whole bunch of different uh, uh, things in the house. Like he's some type of hoarder, which means really he was a collector of ornaments and things like that. But you know, my dad was mad old school, so he's a hoarder because he has all this useless junk. But some of this stuff was probably valuable. We pull up, we get in there. He has all type of antique tables and those little like Fabergé eggs and all types of stuff. And so he's like, you know, just kind of move through, don't touch anything, don't bother anything. He gives me this old spill every time we do a job. So we're going through there, and I notice the the. The little weed baggage. You remember when bags used to, when we used to come in the baggies, the dime bags, the nickel bags, twenty dollar bags. I noticed all these little baggies all over the house, and I was like, "This dude be in here getting seated," but that's none of my business. We go upstairs, and my job this day, there's a flower bed outside of his window, and he said that he likes to sit in that flower bed and just kind of look over the neighborhood which my dad thought was weird but once I got up there it was pretty cool I went out in this flower bed and it was like some type of tar he had put down because he was trying to make the place you know comfortable for him or whatever but he didn't do it right so he had like this tar on there that he wanted removed and we were going to lay down some new stuff and, and you know make it look good so my job is to remove all this tar stuff from up there. So I'm up there and I'm scraping and scraping away and I'm like, damn, this is pretty cool, man. This is dope because I'm looking, I'm looking out over the streets of DC, well, a street, and I can see the kids playing. I see, you know, the, the, the homies walking up and down the street. I see couples walking around. I'm seeing ladies walking around up and down the street, and I was like, this is. A, this is a nice little vibe. So we worked there from 
you know, a couple hours. We worked there a couple hours. Sun went down. You know, we left. Then we had to go back the next day. Now, this next day was when things really got awkward, man. For awkward for me. Bad experience. So, we go back. We're working. I'm working on my thing upstairs. We get all the stuff up. We get it. This day, no, he didn't come. The first day, my brother-in-law was with us. The second day, he wasn't. So, this day, it's just me and my dad. We get the flower bed situated. We're packing up. So, my dad gives me, um, uh, what did he give me? First, he gave me some tools. And he says, go put these in the truck. So, I go downstairs, go open up his truck. She's like, make sure you lock my doors because, you know, we're in D.C. I run downstairs, go to the truck, put the stuff in the truck, shut the door. As I'm going back to the townhouse, I look up and I see this car drive by. And the people in the car look kind of weird. I don't remember what kind of car it was. I know it was a Dan four-door car. I think it might have been an Intrepid. But I'm looking in, and it's like this Hispanic or white guy driving. He has on like a FUBU jersey. Then uh, there's a black guy. There's a definitely white guy. It's like four people. This car is full of people. So they ride by, and they're looking at me, and I'm looking at them. And I just got one of them weird vibes, right? They seem out of place. They didn't think one of these things is not the same. One of these things just doesn't belong here was the vibe I got from these people. So I brush it, I shut, I shrug it off, and I go back upstairs. My dad, he's putting together trash, and he hands me his bag, and he's like, take this bag and go throw it in the trash. I don't want to leave any trash in this house. So cool. Grab the bag, go downstairs, walk out. There's a trash can like next to the truck. So I walk down, throw the bag in the trash, turn around. I'm walking back to the um, I'm walking back to the to the townhouse, and then this the same car whips around on me again. Scott, dudes jump out, boom, boom, boom. I'm like, oh shit, it's about to, it's about to go down. I'm thinking I'm about to get murked out. I'm thinking about to get jacked because my dad has this nice new Dodge Ram with the, he had one of those beds on it that opened like a truck. It was moss green, had the rims on it. It was a great looking truck. I love that freaking truck. So these dudes jump out of me. My first thing I'm thinking is, they're getting ready to jack me for my dad's truck. I'm probably gonna get shot. Because when the guy jumps out, I see he has a gun. And I'm like, shit, but they got me boxed in. Ain't nowhere I can go. And I don't even know where the hell I'm at. So I'm boxed in. They come here. So, damn. I go over there. And it's when I realize these guys are undercover police officers. One guy, I look back. One guy's in the trash can. Digging through the trash can. Digging through the bag that I just threw in there. The other guy has me. He's already spent me around and pat me down. Didn't ask me any permission. None of He's patting me down. You got any ID? I'm like, no. Um, did I have ID? I might have had ID. I'm not sure. But he's patting me down. What you doing around here? I said, man, I'm working. Where are you working? Where, you don't look like you're working. Where you working at? It's like me and my dad, we working on this house right here. It's like, how the hell? I don't look like I'm working. I'm dirty. I had on like some jeans. 
a cut off, a t-shirt with the sleeves cut off. Like, what you mean? I don't look like I'm working. I'm out here. I'm dirty. I got on boots and shit. So, like, you don't look like you're working. And pat me down. And so then my dad comes out. And he's like, hey, what, what's going on? What, uh, what's going on? And they're like, sit down. He's like, no, that's, that's my son. What are y'all doing? And they're like, sit down. So they made my dad, this grown-ass dad, sit down. It's one of the humbling moments for me looking at my dad at this moment because I could see I could see the hurt in his eyes the way he was getting handled in front of me at the same time I'm simultaneously getting handled and they made his grown ass sit down on the curb like a little kid and so he just starts to he trying to keep safe face and so he just starts taking his boots off because he never got into the truck with his work boots. He started changing out his boots. And he asked him what's going on. And, you know, they asked him, so what are y'all doing here? And he tells them the same thing. We're working on this house. Y'all need to leave him alone. So they still do a full-fledged, thorough search. So, you know, they finally let me go. My dad had some words with him. We leave. We get up out of there. And the thing that broke my heart about it, we got back to the house. So, the next day, my dad's, no, when we get to the house, my dad, he's telling my stepmom about it, and he's telling her, you know, he's going to talk to some people, he knows some people, he's going to talk to some people, we're going to, you know, put a complaint, you know, we're going to sue the, the, the force for how they handled me out there, and, you know what I'm saying, he wasn't letting it go, so I'm like, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, a couple of days go by, and I ask him, I say, well, Dad, um, did you talk to your people about the police? And he's like, yeah, um, uh, me and Tina, see, Tina was his wife's name, weak ass. I talked to Tina, and, um, you know, we thought about it, and, you know, when, when you look at it, you know, the way that you look and the way that you dress, you know, I had dreads, I had gold teeth, you know, you look like you would be up to something and yada yada, the bullshit, the same bullshit that they use to, to criminalize us and make us just automatically be the suspect and make us be suspicious whenever they want to. My own parents were using that against me. Damn, son. Broke my heart. Moving right along. So, we got another job. This job is in the D.C. suburbs. Big, fancy houses. Me and my dad drove out there. And he's telling me the whole time about how this lady had been getting on his nerves already. And that, you know, she had gave him one of those little cards, sample cards to go get the paint. He had gotten the paint. She didn't like the way the paint looked in the can. So she basically accused him of getting the wrong paint and didn't want it. She ended up going herself to put in the order for the paint. So my dad had to go get the other paint that she ordered. Same paint. <laughs> but either way, we get the paint. Uh, 
we go up there. This first day we're there, he's showing me we're doing the bathroom. He's showing me the bathroom. Um, he tapes off the bathroom, and we paint it. Paint the bathroom, and you know she comes in. She's looking around, and she's like, "Okay, why does why does it look like that? It should be darker." He's like, well, you know, this is, uh, uh, we're going to coat it twice. We're going to do this to coat today, and then we're going to come back tomorrow. You know, we're going to let it uh, dry some, and then I'm going to send my son back tomorrow to drop another coat and do any touch-ups and whatever. So it's all taped up. It's all ready. All I got to do is show up the next day and go over it one more time, make sure all the corners is good and stuff, and then I take down all the, uh, you know, the, 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 the taping, you know how to go. So, show up the next day. Now, I have to go out here by myself. My dad had some type of meeting. For some reason, he couldn't be there. So, I have to go out there by myself. But this is before people just had GPSs. So, MapQuest, I got a paper with directions on it. Trying to remember my way back to this house that's way up in the outskirts in the suburbs of DC. I find the house no problem. I get there, my dad gives me his cell phone and he lets me drive his truck. So I get there, he calls me. He calls me like right when I'm about to pull up. I'm like, yeah, I'm here, so on, so on, so on. I go meet with the lady's husband, get my stuff off the truck, go up to the bathroom, I set up, I start painting. So. I'm probably like halfway through painting this, uh, about halfway through painting this bathroom when the guy come and he pops his head in and he's look, he looks around and then he, you know, he speaks and then he walks off. Cool. So I'm painting, painting, painting. A little while later, the guy comes back and he actually comes in the bathroom at this time and he's looking around. And he was like, um, this the second coat, right? I said, yeah. He's like, uh, how many coats you guys gonna put up? And I was like, I was told to put up one more coat and that, you know, make sure all the edges and corners was good and that, that was it. So she's like, oh. He's like, oh. He's looking around. And he's like, she's not gonna be happy. And I say, well, why? Why she not gonna be happy? Is it runs in the paint? You see any light spots, anything like that? You know, you let me know and I'll fix it. So he looks around, he's like, nah, it's not that, it's the color. She's not gonna like this color. And I was like, well, she picked the color. Because young DeVille DI, my customer service skills weren't fully developed at this point. So I'm slightly getting irritated by the whole f the fact that he's even in here talking to me while I'm trying to do my job. So I'm like, well, she picked the color. I mean, I can't turn out. I have no control over how it looks once it's on the wall. So he's like, well, but I don't know. She's, I don't think she's going to like this. He's like, just do it. Go ahead and do your thing. And, um... You know, and, and I'll talk to her, you know, because, you know, she, she, I don't want to come in here 
and throw a fit. And I was like, throw a fit to who? You? It's like, she can call my dad and talk to him. I was like, but I'm not going to deal with that. I mean, she told me to put, we put up a coat yesterday. I came back to put up a coat today. This is the paint that she picked. I mean, what do you want me to do? And we ran into this same situation recently, earlier in the year at my house, um, where we were painting our, we were painting our um, kitchen, living room. So my girl had, uh, let her daughter pick the color for the living room and the kitchen, the dining area or whatever. And she picked a gray, a color, a gray paint, right? Colors gray. But I don't, number one, I don't know why the hell she would pick gray and want to make the house look like a damn prison in the first place. When I think gray walls, I think prison. I think institution. I think county jail. But she wanted this gray. So we bought the gray. We had someone paint it because I'm not in the painting at all anymore, and I didn't want to do it. So we hired somebody to come in and paint it. They painted it, did a decent job painting it, did a good job painting it. But that paint turned out to look blue. It's all colored blue. Now, it's not ugly, but it's gray. it's not gray as in the way that they wanted it to be gray. But it's not horrible either. So, but either way, so I, 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 I've had this experience myself now. At the time, it was above me. I, you picked the paint. You said, this is the color you want. This is the color we got. This is what I did. So, he goes, I'm finished. He goes, gets his wife. She comes upstairs. She comes and she looks. And I can tell by looking on her face that she's not happy. I don't really care though because I've done my job I say well if you know if you see any light spots anything like that let me know I'll fix it while I'm here so the husband had already said he didn't see anything wrong with the actual paint job but she starts pointing at this and that and then that it's like you know what don't worry about it I got you so I start you know I put run that brush that a roller back through the paint and I hit these spots that she's pointing out to me and she leaves. She comes back with my dad on the phone and she's like, um, he's like, what's the problem? So I was like, um, I don't know. I guess she's saying, you know, she thought the paint, excuse me, she thought it would be darker. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you want me to do. I put up this second coat. I mean, what do you want me to do? You know, she pointed out a couple spots that she said, you know, wasn't, um, that she said wasn't, you know, dark enough or, or it looked like it was bleeding through stuff like that. And I was like, well, I'm fixing it. So he was like, you know what? Just make her happy. Just to make her happy. Just go over it one more time. So I'm like, you know what? Cool. You paying. So <laughs> I get off the phone with her. I get back to work. I paint this whole bathroom again, one more game. So I do that. She comes back in. She's still not happy with the color. So it's like, well, maybe if you let it dry, because at this point, I'm just trying to get out of there, go home. I say, well, maybe when, once it dries, it'll look more 
that's what you thought. And she was like, okay, well, we'll do that. We'll wait. Da, 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 da. So, boom. I pack up my stuff. I clean up. I leave. By the time I get home, she's already called again. And she's not happy. Da, 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 da. What did you do? That's my father. He's talking to me. What did you do? Did you do this? Did you do that? He's basically assuming, accusing me of cutting corners in some way, shape, or fashion, which I don't even know. I'm not even experienced enough with painting to cut corners and painting. You tell me to paint a wall, I'm going to put paint on the wall. So that's what I did. So he's like, we're going to. I told her uh, she's going to let it dry. Then if she's not happy, we'll have to go back out there again. And I'll be able to go with you tomorrow. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Next day comes. She's not happy. So um, we go back out there. She takes us to the restroom. She looks around. We look around. And she starts pointing at stuff. And my dad's looking crazy. Because the stuff she's pointing at, nobody sees but her these light spots and stuff. Nobody sees these but her. Husband doesn't see it. I don't see it. The husband let us know beforehand that he didn't know what she was talking about. He said, she said she's, it's like some light spots or something. I don't know. I don't see it. But I'll let her explain to you. So she's pointing at these different spots and saying this and that. Da, da, da. He's asking me, how many coats did I do? I'm like, I did three. By the time I left, I did two. And then I talked to you. And then I started hitting the spots that she said go over again and then you told me to do the whole bathroom again so I did the whole bathroom again so it's like okay whatever and now he's getting irritated because she's asking him about the paint Did you? are you sure this is the right paint are you sure this is the paint that and he's like you ordered the paint you ordered the paint you put in the order I went down and picked up the paint it's like if it isn't the paint that you wanted it doesn't have anything to do with us. You pick the paint. So she had um she had already went down and talked to the people at the paint store. So I guess she felt like maybe we switched the paint out or something in between. I don't know. But either way. So my dad in the effort to make it right again starts painting. So this is be like the fourth coat of paint we put on this wall. So now, we're painting, we're painting, we're painting. Well, he's painting. At this point, I'm just standing there watching. I'm done with this. So, the guy comes in and he looks. And he's like, you want me to, uh, you want me, you need anything? And he's like, nah, I'm good. We're good. Got leaves back out. So, painting, 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 painting. Then all of a sudden, I see my dad kind of start to wobble a little bit. He starts leaning. I look at him. He's sweating. I said, man, you good? And he's like, yeah. Um, I'm about done. We'll be out of here in a second. So he starts back painting. And then, hits the floor. Like a rock. Hits the floor. He's out. And I'm like, oh, shit. This dude dead. So I'm looking at my dad on the floor. Dead. I'm thinking he's dead. I'm going to tell you why I think he's dead. The way he hit that floor, there was no fight in him. 
eyes closed, rolled back in his head. He's dead. He's got to be dead. And he peed on himself. And I had always been told since I was little that when you die, you loot your bowels empty out. You know, everything that's in you comes out. So when I saw him pee on himself, I say, this Bama dead. So I'm like, shoot. The weird thing about it was I didn't even know how to feel about it. I'm sitting there and I'm standing there, I'm looking at him. And I'm thinking he's dead, but I wasn't really like sad. And I wasn't like excited or worked up or anything. Maybe it was shock. Maybe I went into shock. So I was like, oh, uh, let me get some help. <laughs> My dad is fell out. So he comes and they're coming. Well, he, the guy's coming anyway because he heard that. So he comes in there. He's like, oh, no, oh. Um, what happened? I was like, I don't know. He's in pain. He fell out. So he looks up and he knows he says, the window. Nobody opened the window. See, yesterday when I was painting, and when we were painting together, we was good because the window was open. Nobody thought to open the window those day. These fumes done got to him, he done fell out. So we get him up, he's done peed on himself. We get him outside, sit him on the truck. He's braving, he's braving, he's braving. Everything's good, he comes around, it's like, yeah man, it's just, uh, I, I knew better than that. It's like, I, I should've knew better than that. You don't do that. And I was like, everybody was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Not really whatever, but like, yeah, either way. So he's, he, he gets himself together. At this point, the husband finally steps in and he's like, look, y'all, it's fine. Y'all are fine. You know, um, it's good. Don't worry about it. And I was like, no, nah, let me go finish up. It was like one wall left. So I went in there and I put up that, I finished painting that last wall one more time. We settled up, we left, and that was the most awkward drive home ever. Cause I'm sitting here with my dad who I thought was dead. And I really don't have much to say. I guess I'm in shock. And he's embarrassed, he's still pissed on himself. So this is two times in a short, two instances in a short period of time where my dad has been embarrassed in front of his son. His oldest son, he's done got sat down on the curb by the police, like a little boy, and he's fell out doing something that he should have knew better than to do and peed on himself, and he's got to take this long, pissy ride home. But, moral of the story is, always open the window while you paint. Thank y'all for tuning in to the VLDI Thoughts About VLDI, the podcast. Remember the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated because either way, you made a difference, my friend. Tune in next week for more episodes. Um, I'm probably going to do episodes right up until, right up until like Christmas Eve or something like that. And then I may take a little short break while I go on vacation, going out to California to hang out with my daughter. Um, you know, so while I'm gone, I might not, I may, I may not. I know I'm going to work on some videos while I'm all gone. I'm going to start doing some writing. Well, so I may or may not get an episode in. Just a little head us up. But y'all be safe out there. Peace.